Shalom Aleichem, on behalf of Teach 613, we welcome you to take 10 for Talmud. Rosh Hashanah Yudches, Rosh Hashanah 18, pagination, page 35. Um, about midway on the page, in the beginning of the line, you'll see above in brackets, Vilochein Nishpati. Our topic regarding the way I'm going to present it, Rosh Hashanah Zuchusim, special merits that we want to have on Rosh Hashanah, and the kind of attitude that we have towards the Yom Hadin, the Day of Judgment. So the first piece of Gemara that I'd like to do is regarding the house of Eli. The house of Eli is a fascinating section in the beginning of the book of Shmuel, where Eli was the Kohen Gadol, he had two sons, Chafni and Pinchas. They were very influential. They were truly leaders of the people, but they were not righteous. And everybody was looking to them for leadership, and they were not providing righteous leadership. Instead, what was happening was they were abusing their position and they were demanding additional donations to the Kohanim. They were showing preferential treatment depending on which Karbanos they wanted to bring now and who, whose they wanted to delay, etc. Eventually, the Novi comes to Eli and says, because of this behavior, your house is going to be wiped out as leadership house. And in fact, in one battle and its ramifications... Chafni, Pinchas, the children are killed, and Eli himself dies as a result, falling off his chair in shock. And the house of Eli is terminated. Part of the klala, the punishment, that was issued, there's an oath made against this house, no matter how many karbonos you bring, you will not have atonement, the Navi says, in the name of Hashem. Omar Rava, so Rava taught, You won't have atonement through Karbanos, but if you do Torah, you'll get an atonement. Abaye Omar, Abaye said slightly different. You won't get atonement through karbanos. If you have Torah and chesed, so then you'll have kapara. Look how the Gemara develops this. There were two Amoroim that were both from the house of Eli. Rabba and Abaye. Taisvis here tries to figure out which Rabba we're referring to. But two Tamide Chachamim. Rabba de Osak Betorah Chaya Arbo Inchinin. Rabba who toiled in Torah. So he lived to the age of 40, which apparently was an accomplishment for the house of Eli after this Klala. Abaye de Osak Betorah Vigmilas Chasodim. But Abaye who had both Torah and Gemilas Chasodim, Chaya Shitin Shinin. He made it to 60. We learned there was a house, a family in Yerushalayim. They used to die at the age of 18. 
They notified Rabbi Yechonin ben Zakkai and his reaction was Maybe you're coming from the house of Eli that's your lineage and we have a problem on our hands. Go and toil in Torah extra special you need a, a, a protection. And they did it and they were granted longer life. And they called the family, the family name became Rabbi Yechanan because of Rabbi Yechanan ben Zakkai and his suggestion. So the first lesson over here, and I'm tying it into Rosh Hashanah because that's the name of the Masechta, even though it's really talking about the house of Eli. But if a person's worried that they have some sort of degree that might be coming their way, and you're wondering, which mitzvah should I focus on? So the Gemara says that Torah and Gemilas Chasodim, those two very powerful energies, those mitzvahs, have the power to push away even the klola of the house of Eli that was a legend in the Jewish world. You don't mess with the house of Eli's klola, it's serious. But Rabbi Yechanan said, yeah, we have a toil in Torah. Now everybody studies Torah and everybody does chesed. But if you want this protection... This is extra special, and we can learn a lesson, a tool, for Rosh Hashanah time, if we're concerned, as we should be, about the Yom Adin, what can we do here? Torah and Chesed is something that we can do. Let's drop down, counting up from the bottom of the page, about 12 lines. At the end of a, the middle of a line, moving to the end of the line, the two dots, and then on to the next line, Kivnei Maron. Quoting from the Mishnah, on Rosh Hashanah, the first of Tishrei, what we call Rosh Hashanah, everybody passes in front of Hashem, Kivnei Maron, which means individually. The question is though, what does Kivnei Maron really mean? And the Gemara says three insights, which the Mepharshim say are very powerful, in levels of understanding of the Yom Hadin. My Kivnei Moro. What does it mean, Kivnei Moro? Hocha Targimu Kivnei Imrano. Some say that it means like sheep. When the shepherd or the owner wants to set up the way he's going to determine which ones are miser, a tenth, that he's going to bring as karbonos, so he puts a fence... And he has one of the sheep go in at a time. There's only room for one sheep at a time. And that's Kivnei Maron, that we pass in front of Hashem, one by one. You can't just jump into the herd. Hashem sees each person and pays attention. Reish Lakish Amar, Reish Lakish says a different insight. Kemalos Beis Maron. Like a certain mountain pass, where there's only room for, <coughs> for one... <coughs> For one person at a time, and each person has to wait until the other person goes. Rav Yehuda Amar Shmuel, a third approach, is Kechailos shall base David, like the army review of David's army, that again, every soldier is accounted for. These are very nice analogies, illustrations are beautiful. Meshalem, great. I, I, what's the deeper message here? 
So the Mepharshim say sheep approach this determination in their own way. The one that gets pulled out, glad it wasn't me. Sheep are not bound to each other. There's no empathy here. The sheep, one sheep got taken and the next one is happy that he can go out to pasture. The second approach, which is a little bit better, is that we're all dealing with a crisis together. We have to go on this mountain pass. It's dangerous, there's no guardrail, only one person at a time. It's a little precarious. So at least, at least, at least, even though he's him and I'm me, but at least we're rooting for each other. You know, a person bowls a strike in bowling. So everybody else, you know, yeah, yeah, great. So here also a person manages to get the mountain pass. He gets through. So everybody cheers for him. But it's still, he's him and I'm me. And it's really nothing to do with each other. But we all, there's a group dynamic where we're all dealing with the same problem. And uh, I've been there also. And then there's a third approach, which is really what Claudius is supposed to be about. An army recognizes that his success is my success, and my success is his success, and we're covering for each other. And I don't want him to have problems, and I don't want to have problems. We're together. And that dynamic is far greater than the sheep who really have no interest in the next one other than I'm glad it wasn't me. And it's far greater than the mountain pass where as much as I can be empathetic, but I don't see you and me and me and you. Chaylos based David, the army, they really sense that they're in this together. And that's a second phenomenal perspective relating to Rosh Hashanah, to be Zoha Bedin, to be able to appreciate that as much as Hashem individually notices each of us, but we're being noticed individually as part of a greater whole that we appreciate and see ourselves a part of. Yeshe